and welcome to Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, covering political and social issues one liberty at a time, with entertaining insights of current events and important discussions on topics that affect us all, shining the torch of liberty and brightening the future by bringing libertarianism into our everyday life. And now, your host, the friendly neighborhood libertarian, Jason Lyon, Mr. America, The Bearded Truth on Muddied Waters Media. Oh my goodness, here we are. I am so incredibly excited for today as I'm trying to not have more technical issues than what we already did. So today, without further ado, uh, we have an amazing show lined up for you. I've got an incredible woman, uh, super fan, Sarah Anderegg, and we will be discussing the mindsets and the process of actually starting up a small business. Oftentimes we talk about what a small business is, but those first baby steps, if you're looking to do that in your own life, means that you got to have a little uh, understanding of what's going on around you in order to become successful in that. So Sarah today is going to be joining me to, to make sure that that is going to be a huge success when you take those uh, because it is a huge under undertaking. But before we get there, we do have a little bit of housekeeping that we got to take care of. Of course, the big thank yous. Thank you to you for coming in here and checking us out. Whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Float, wherever you're watching us live, I appreciate it so much. And if you guys are checking us out on the podcast after the fact, that's amazing as well. Find us everywhere and anywhere that you can. Make sure you're giving us those good five-star reviews. Give us every bit of love and support that we've been trying to give to you. And uh, we'll continue to keep bringing you that great wonderful muddied content um speaking of great muddied content if you want to be a car a part whew, if you want to be a part of the exclusive group helping out the muddied crew you can head on over to anchor.fm slash muddied waters slash subscribe this is going to get you a part of our exclusive group where you're going to get exclusive content you're going to be a part of our facebook group which is amazing you're going to get uh exclusive podcast where no one else gets to hear this this is going to be things from muddy murica if you haven't seen that uh recently matt wright and myself coming together and making some good content for you guys you get to see spike cohen as he campaigns around the country and does amazing things such as what he just recently did in gastonia um so we'll see events like that pop it populating throughout that so if you want to be a part of this you want to help us grow help us be able to make a movement or help grow this movement even further, head on over to muddywatersmedia.com slash subscribe. Um, and of course, if you're looking to get some merch for the Muddy Waters team, you can go on over to muddywatersmedia.com slash store where you could be repping the greatest podcast platform known to man. Um, and before that, <laughs> oh, and before we bring on the amazing Sarah Anderegg, we got to, of course, give a couple thank yous. Thank you to Kelsey Lyon Designs for the products that she's been bringing. Uh, when you're talking about starting up a small business like what we're doing today, you're going to need logos. You're going to need to have a brand. You're going to need to be able to market. And Kelsey Lyon Designs helps take your ideas, takes it up to the next level, and ensures that you're going to be successful in this. So if you guys want to head on over to KelseyLyonDesigns.com, use the code MUDDIEDWATER. She's going to give you 10% off. It is going to be phenomenal um, for your business and for whatever it is that you're doing. You don't have to do this just for, of course, just a business. You could do this if you're campaigning, if you're looking to have a wedding, if you're looking to, to find a lovely uh, bride or groom and you want to design the invitations and everything else, head on over to KelseyLionDesigns.com. Drop her a line. She'll take care of you. It's going to be amazing for you. I promise. Um, we're also going to have the one and only Jack Casey. He's got to get some love today. Jack Casey, he's a guy. I won't specify if he's a good guy or bad guy. I'll let you determine that, but he does have the Royal Green series out. So if you head on over to theroyalgreen.com, um, he'll be able to take care of you with some libertarian literature as he, um, underwent his own libertarian questions. He was writing these books and so if you've got one of your friends your family members that's looking for some um some fiction that will also be able to challenge them in their ways of of questioning the state and everything else these are great series it's a great series to be able to to challenge that so head on over to the royalgreen.com and uh, support the man jack casey that's it 
I think that's it. That might be it. Checking my notes. Also, thank you, of course, to Matt Wright and Spike Cohen for giving me a platform to talk about my views, my opinions, and my stances on everything. And, of course, for allowing me to have amazing guests such as today. Uh, he uh, took her away from the kitchen and, and allowed her to sit in front of the camera today. My guest, Miss Sarah Anderig. How are you doing today? Feelings right now, but that's completely fine. <laughs> <laughs> All of the feelings? all of the feelings you know oh. i guess that happens when you get separated from the kitchen so <laughs> i'm so glad that you're able to join us today sarah it's always a lot of a lot of fun uh sitting down talking with you and, and um today I'm, i've been so excited for this episode i had to kick you kick you a week later from last week where we had this scheduled um and i apologize for that but this week we get to finally talk about it in uh, small businesses. So before we do that, I, I do know that you have been incredibly busy with not just your own personal life, but on the business side of things. And so would you mind sharing with us a little bit of what you've done in the past and, and everything? Yeah, else? absolutely. So I always have something going on. I work a regular nine to five job, but on top of it, ever since I was little, I was always trying to come up with ways to do something on my own and hopefully get back to doing something on my own full time within the next year, year and a half. In the past, um, what I did the most long-term was I had my own podcast called Hustling, Parenting and Balancing that went over balancing the business life, parenting, regular life all together. I did a lot of business coaching, copywriting. I had quite a few clients that I did private yoga instruction with. And a lot of them are also clients I helped manage their business websites for. Um, and then as of late, I kind of going back to those roots and rebranding it uh, with what is going to be called Hustle Meets Flow. And it's really interesting. I'm taking my yoga background along with personal uh, nutrition, fitness, and sports nutrition to kind of create a really well-rounded wellness experience because nowadays there's so much focus usually in one specific category. And I want to be able to help put the whole picture together for everybody. Um, wow. That and candles still are still going on i'm still gonna bring all that back into the candles will just as you're working out and everything else just help fight the the muskiness yeah it's a phenomenal they're gonna adapt yeah i'm gonna make spa type ones it's cool it's gonna adapt with whatever else i do oh man i i'm so excited for that it, it's so amazing because i've seen you over the last couple of years and and your adventures and i saw you speaking at the slp convention this last year uh, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, just the marketing mind that you have and understanding how things are, are playing together and, and seeing you start new adventures. I know that they're always going to be successful and, and it's incredible for that. And so I'm excited for, um, kind of this conversation because I think as we look out at America, as we look at the world, really, there's, there's a, a little bit of doom and gloom hanging over our, our shoulders and, and concerns for this. And, as it gets more rocky, I think that small businesses is a good way that you could become self-sufficient without having to rely on, on, on others for the, for the paycheck, for the direct paycheck at least. Um, and so I, I wanted to, as you're looking to start up, a, would you call it starting up or would you call it like just re-envisioning kind of what you've been doing? Um, but as you, as you're doing this kind of, would you be willing to walk us through the process of, I want to start a business. Where did, where do you go from there? Yeah, absolutely. So pretty much just from the origin point of, I don't, I want to work for myself now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting because I've gone at it two different ways. The first time that I did it, you will hear that phrase. That's pretty often, especially in like personal development world of start messy. If you're going to start, just start messy. It's fine. It doesn't have to be perfect. And while that is very true, I think if I had been a little bit more strategic the first time around, it would have, it would have stuck a lot more. So this time I'm being a lot more structured and I guess you can see a lot more intentional and I'm not looking for perfection. So I don't want anyone to think that, um, but know, know what you're doing, have a solid background going in. So as soon as you think I don't want to work for anyone else anymore. I want to work for myself. Of course, you have to have, to have the idea of like, okay, what do I want to do? Um, we can even just use for the example, being a personal trainer. So, okay, you wouldn't be a personal trainer. The first thing you need to do is educate yourself. Right off the bat, it can be so simple to be like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and start 
trying to get clients now before I even have my certification. And it's not the worst idea, but it's definitely not the best because if you jump into it right off the bat without making sure that you have the background and the education and whatever it is that you are going for, you're going to be met with a lot more challenges. And the chances are you're going to have more severe imposter syndrome, which is something that we all get and is very normal, no matter what your background in education is in that field. But that's going to be a lot more intense. You're going to get more easily discouraged and the will to keep pushing just kind of slips. So before anything, do your research, take your time, no matter how old you are, whether you're 25 or 50, you have time. So slow down, don't rush into it, have that education. And then this is where it was a bit different for me the first time versus now is I'm working with Kelsey, which is amazing. I'm very excited about it um, in branding. And it's funny because that's something that kind of where this just start messy comes from. A lot of the time it's like, just throw up a website. It doesn't have to look perfect. And no, it doesn't. The first time I did it, I did my own branding, which is really funny because I was fantastic at doing branding for other people. But when it came to myself, I really was just like, I'm just going to throw something together. It's fine. And I really wish I hadn't done that. So this time around, I'm making sure that I take the time. I wanted to launch everything sooner, but again, not perfection, but if I can launch it, the more structured I can, I want to go about everything the right way. So Kelsey is working with me to make sure that my logo and my branding and my social media and everything is cohesive and gives off like the vibe that I'm really wanting it to. Cause I want to make sure that before I even get going, I'm attracting the ideal client. So those are the base starting points that I would start with. So I think you, you hit a lot of, of really important topics there. And if I could just go over some of those, so you don't have to be perfect. Try to understand a little bit, a good bit about what market you're jumping into know your audience and then have a vision of how you want to target them and why you want to target them. Is that, yes. Is that a good way to. Yeah. You've got to paint a good picture of, okay, so you want to be a personal trainer. Well, what kind of clients do you want to work with? Do you want to work like specifically one of my education uh, certifications I'm looking into now is sports nutrition, Mm -hmm. because I know that I want to work specifically with people who already have established routines, they already have broken the bad habits, they already have the determination, and it's just helping them get to that next level. If you want to work with people to help them lose weight, going through basic nutrition and dietary certifications would be perfectly fine. So you have to know who you want to work with for marketing purposes, and also educational purposes too. Wow, it's it's such an important thing. Um, Because I think when I talk to a lot of people looking to start up a new business, they just say, I want to target everybody. And it's like, (laughs) how, how do you target? (laughs) (laughs) You're not selling water. Like you, you can't target everybody with it. And 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 you can eventually, but you have to start small and then expand. And that's the thing is a lot of people want to jump into it and get to that instant gratification point because they see influencers do it online. But what people don't understand is it might look overnight to you when you see those influencers, but you don't know that they've been working at it for 15 years in the background. Yeah. Yeah. That overnight success. I I, I feel like maybe us as millennials, we, we, we drive to have that and we eventually just start kicking the trash cans or start (laughs) punching the walls. And we're like, we've been doing this for like three weeks. Why don't I have a million followers on Twitter? Why don't I have gratification or nothing? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that, that that it's another good point there of patience, good work, good yes. work ethic, good drive, and patience. That's it's incredibly important. You you spoke about that when you're talking about um, making sure that you get it right. You have to be patient with it. You yeah. you can't rush it because if you rush it, you're going to make mistakes. Some of them are going to be big mistakes. Some of them you can be looked over, and that's part of that messiness. But so there's a there's a lot going into just the mindset of starting off a business. Clearly. Um, what, as you've been doing this, have you had any big influencers or any big things that have, um, been a good guidebook for you, or has this just been through a conglomerate of things? 
Yeah. So I am a personal development junkie, as stereotypical as that might be audiobooks, podcasts, hard copy books, whatever. There's a few different books that have been very important to me and a few different influencers. One of them is Gary Vee, Gary Vaynerchuk. He is New York. You already know. I love him so much. And something that he talks a lot about that I wish more people understood is a lot of the time people want to be successful because they want whatever they think their end goal is. But you have to enjoy the process of whatever you're doing. Because if you just want to get to that end goal, let's say you, first of all, if you just want that, chances are to be 100% transparent, you probably aren't going to get there if you don't enjoy the process. And if you do, it's not going to be in the best of ways typically. But let's say you get there. Now what? What purpose do you have to keep going? What purpose do you have to keep growing? So it's really important that you enjoy the process. So he is someone over the last like decade I've just consistently followed Um, However, there are a few different books that have made a very large impact in my life. One of them is from James Clear. It's called um, Atomic Habits. It's a very interesting book. And even if you're someone who's not invested in business and doesn't want anything to do with business, it's very helpful for just your day-to-day person because it goes over habits and why we fail a lot of the time in trying to create new ones because we think we have to reinvent the wheel and say, okay, I want to start, you know, I want to be a healthier eater and I'm not going to eat a single donut ever again for the rest of my life. When really the way that you become successful in building those habits is making them stackable. He talks about habit stacking and he talks about really the big game changers come from the very tiny things that you can tweak and adjust in systems you already have going and slowly build those up from there. And that's something that has translated vastly in my personal life and in business because it's those little tiny habits that you can make changes in that set everything off. Wow. Um, I love Gary Vee. I, I can't get over him. Yes. Um, I, I still like, if I'm on TikTok, if I'm scrolling through it, I'll see a Gary Vee. I'm like, I have to watch, you know, this, this dude just exudes. He's so influence. motivational. Yes. There was a really great, um, someone asked him a question once and said, you know, what is your motivation to stay like healthy and like fit, you know, whenever it comes to like your personal fitness, fitness. And he looks this person dead in the face on stage and goes, well, I can't have business if I'm fucking dead. And I was just like, very blunt, but like, some sometimes that's all you need is that yeah. really blunt kick in the butt. So yeah, he's great. And, and while we're talking about like some, some points of influence, um, this might be a book that you might enjoy as well but one of the books that's been most influential for me for relationships and this is a big part of small business and this is a big part of everyday living is leadership and self-deception and this book is is just about the way that we look at how we interact with other people so as you're a small business owner eventually you're going to need to hire another employee how can we be able to make every interaction with others around us be a profitable one how can ever how can we make it beneficial to both sides how can we you know be able to to have others desire to be able to achieve more and so leadership and self-deception is just a it's a it's an outward book because it changes the way you look outward but it's all about looking inward and how we can grow within ourselves and and so that's been a book yeah it's a it's a fantastic book i've actually got two copies so i'll probably send one down for you and Matt. Um, <laughs> well, but, for me, I would read it. Matt wouldn't read it. I would give him the cliff notes. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's so impactful. I would I would challenge him to read the first chapter. And then if he's not like wanting to read more, it's just, which is weird because I think that when it comes to reading influencer books, if you don't get hooked at the first chapter, like it's hard for you to keep going through them because it's like, yeah, yeah. I want this self-help, but I want you to help me want this <laughs> yeah and it, help it, me want to help myself yes exactly and and so i think that that's a, a fantastic way so we've gotten through kind of the mind mindset model we've gotten some of the the big influencers that we should be looking um i'd lose that challenge immediately <laughs> um <laughs> looking at the mindset of how to to get it started now i think that once you get through and you've got your website up you've got your product starting to go out a little bit you've got you know, you're in your baby steps, your infancy steps of, of having a small business. Where, where do you, where do you move from that process? Like, you know, 
looking at LLCs, looking at like different legal protections for yourself. How do, can you walk us through kind of that mindset of from the infancy to now, you know, moving through the toddler stage, if you will? Yeah, for sure. Um, One of the more simple things when it comes to that is something that you should do from day one, but it should be a priority all the way through until the day that you retire. And that's really making sure that Um, And I'll get to the LLC thing too, but what's really important, simple wise, is making sure that your brand has a specific voice and that you're building brand recognition. So being super active in social media and don't just sit there and think that you can post, 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 but you have to actually engage with your audience and you have to interact with them and go to their profiles and engage with them and see what they're doing, see what they're asking questions about, what they need, what what are they posting about? Because one, that helps you build content but it helps you know how to better serve your community. And um, something that you learn very quickly is you can't just put your offer out there and expect people to take it. Another book that Gary Vee wrote was called Jab, 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 Right Hook. And you have to give, you have to give a lot more genuinely, not just half-assed. Because if you do, your audience will know. They will know like that if you don't mean it. But with intention and genuine caring and wanting to give, Give without expecting anything in return. Make a lot of free offers, put stuff out there online, offer things to your newsletter. You have to give a lot. And once you do that, it will come back to you tenfold. Um, As far as the LLC goes, doing an LLC is something that some people, it's something that some people will say to do once you've already gotten a few clients, once you're already starting to make money. In all seriousness, depending on your state, you have to take a look and see, but registering as an LLC is not incredibly expensive. So I do think that the sooner you do that, the better, because it's what it does is it separates you and all of your personal belongings, everything. And even if you're someone who thinks, I don't have much, the law does not care if you don't have much. They will try to take from your bank account until you are negative if somebody decides to go after you. So mm-hmm. it's just a wise thing to do. And what I think people should consider when they get an LLC is if my business is considered, you know, hustle meets flow, I wouldn't get my LLC in that name. I would get my LLC in something that had my name in it, but was very general, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, Sarah, you know, Inc. or something like that, just something very general with my name for the sole purpose of rebranding. If you decide that you want to rebrand your business, you start up a new business, you don't want to have to keep opening a billion LLCs. And even if you open up a separate business, you can operate under all of those under the one LLC, but it just makes it a lot more simple for housekeeping purposes if you have it under something more basic. Wow. Yeah. I never even And I would recommend doing it sooner as opposed to later once you're already making money nowadays. And that's just because now, like you said, with the kind of world we live in, more and more people are opening up their eyes and wanting to work for themselves. And while that's a very beautiful thing, if you and somebody else who woke up on the wrong side of the bed happen to have a similar idea and they decide to go after you for something, maybe they've got a rich family and they've got the means to do it even though they're in the baby steps of their business too. So you just wanna make sure you're protected. Wow. Yeah, no, those are those are incredible hip, uh, tips because I would have never I would have been like, man, I can I can wait a while. You know, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll go ahead and sell my first million and then I'll be like, all right, time <laughs> to make an LLC. Um, kidding, of course. But I, I this seems like. When we talk about this, this seems like it would be something that would be so daunting and so difficult to get through and so but i think that also at the same time there are so many small businesses starting up each and every day that it can't be that difficult right and so it's one of those things that i think that just the determination of people going all right this is what i want to do i've got to go follow sarah anderegg on social media to figure out what she's doing i got to ask her a bunch of help and i got to ask all these other people for a bunch of help to get those those guiding lights just to to navigate through um because I, I view this and, and like with what you're doing, you wanted to work in a very specific niche group of these are people that are already established within the process of, of you know, picking things up, putting things down and, and or <laughs> within fitness, of course. Uh, right. But, you know, that's so incredibly important because, you know, when I look at a lot of my friends who are starting up 
uh, wanting to be personal trainers, they're looking to, to take somebody off the streets that's not into it. They're like looking to, to lose the first 40 pounds and whatnot, and they're grabbing it. And so it, it speaks to um, just the idea of within a market, we, we call a lot of markets saturated, but there's so many different niche markets within those that haven't been tapped into. And so the opportunities are really out there. And so if this if you guys find something that you're passionate about, um, and you're looking to take a, take a hold of the market, you gotta be a small business a small business before you could be anything else. And so I this is why of course I brought Sarah on for this conversation <laughs> to help you get into that and to tap into that. What what other big tips have you learned from maybe not Gary Vee or from Gary Vee that have really been impactful for the mindset and for being able to push you to drive to to continue to to start in this. I would say something that I wish I had done the first time is don't be afraid to reach out to other people in that field. A lot of the time we feel and we'll view other people in the same field that we are in or want to go in as competition. When really you might, me and you both might work in sports nutrition, but I might specifically just train people who train year long for Ironmans every year. And you might specifically train people who are going to do fitness lifting conversation, you know, uh, competitions. So never be afraid to reach out to other people and sit down with them and have a conversation. You know, you can find them by look doing a simple search on social media, by looking up hashtags, by scrolling through TikTok. It doesn't take much to find someone. And more so than not, every once in a while, you'll find that one person who's kind of a gatekeeper, but don't let it discourage you. More people than not are very willing to sit down and talk to you about lessons that they learned in the beginning, things they wish they had done differently, things that work really well for them habits and systems that they have in place. So doing that is really great because it's one thing to have a support system of people around you. You know, like Matt is very supporting of everything I do and I'm so grateful for it because it makes a big difference. But it's a little bit different when you are able to have a support system from people that are within the job category that you're wanting to function in. It's like building your own community and doing that is a really big motivator because when you are having those tough days of, and I really don't think that I can do this, reaching out to one of those people that you have been able to confide in and ask questions with, they'll be able to talk to you. And I think that is one of the most important things that you can do. That's so incredible. And and I think like that's for like podcasting, right? I, I go out there and I talk to other podcasters. I watch them. I see what they do. I, I, I don't know if they watch me at all, but it, but regardless, <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're able to build together and, and we see, we don't see it as like one pie. We're just all taking a slice of the pie, but rather how big can we grow our own pies? And and so clearly that's, it's like that for every market out there. So don't be somebody hoarding your own pie, be somebody out there that's going to lend that olive branch to others, help each other grow and And in return, the growth potentially could come back in your favor. Um, yeah. So, wow. That's, I, I don't think about those things until like you bring it up and I'm like, that just makes perfect sense, you know? Yeah. A lot of the time people feel like they have to start everything by themselves, but really you don't, you do not. Yeah. So do you, do you find that as you, as you dive into this, do you think that, so for, for example, when we look at Money Waters Media as a platform. We have my show where I'm having amazing, the best guests um, talking about <laughs> specific topics for an hour. Um, you have Matt Matt's show, right? The writer's block where he's having almost as amazing guests, but they're, they're no, I'm just kidding. But it has amazing guests on to talk about, you know, basically almost anything. Like I, I love kind of that wide variety of what he's doing. You've got, then you've got Spike having on some very, influential people and what they're doing and and it's kind of that wide variety and then you have money waters media itself or money waters of freedom where it's very topic driven of like current events and things going on so we have this wide variety there but do you think that it's also for somebody like matt and spike for their show do you think that would also be important for them to reach out to other people doing those current events or do you think that kind of trying to steer away from having those conversations with same niche groups is there more to gain or or possible to lose with that i wouldn't 
think that there's anything to lose. I think that no matter how big you get, even if you are reaching out to people within those same niche groups, it's the same thing. It's just a support system. You can see what works for some people, what doesn't work for others. Talk to them about collaborations. I think, you know, pretty much like what you said, there's no single pie that everybody's just trying to get a piece of, no matter how niche you get. So I think that collaboration and team, like team building, but you know, it's almost like building a family and that community is so important no matter what level it's at. I love it. I love it. I, I, because I see this all the time when it comes to, there's like almost like a divide when we look at podcasters and platforms of where they're like, we're not going to, we're not going to, and it's just like, if we could come together there can be a lot more growth and there can be a lot more the collaboration is a huge thing yeah we i think all... once people get comfortable in what they're doing and they start to see growth a lot of the time that's when their ego will kind of step in and a lot of the time they will feel protective over what they've been able to achieve so far especially with imposter syndrome coming into play Oof. that it's almost like oh my gosh i've already made it this far I'm going to keep this. This is what's mine. Like I got here by doing this. I'm not touching you. No one else can touch it. And you know, the ego kind of steps in and blocks it, but it's important to just keep building the community. So I've suffered with this and you've mentioned it a couple of times now, imposter syndrome. What is it and how, how (laughs) have you fought it in your own personal life? Imposter syndrome is terrible. (laughs) It is so pretty much no, it's, it's awful. So no matter what idea you have, even in a regular nine to five job, it doesn't have to be something involving entrepreneurship at all. Like even in my normal nine to five job, you know, it's when those thoughts creep in, you might go from being super stoked and super amped and filling up half of a journal of all these great ideas that you can't wait to tackle. And then it sinks in maybe how big it is whatever it is you want to do and then all of a sudden you get those thoughts of oh well who am I to do this I'm I'm this big I am this big and I'm this one person in the world no one's going to care what I have to say like people are going to think that it's stupid why should I even bother doing this it's it's kind of just like all that internal negative self-talk that kind of creeps in and talks you out of it and like invalidates you as being a voice in whatever that field is it's really tough. And it's one of those things that, and this is the wellness teacher in me. And as cheesy as this sounds, I know typically a lot of this community may make fun of me for this, but it's, it's true is when you feel those feelings, what has worked a lot for me is I just let myself feel them because if you try to fight it off, I know it's a very different thing, but if you are constantly, and, and this goes to a lot of any negative thinking that you might have, if you're sick and your body's not feeling well, and you know that you're prepping to go run a 5k, are you going to try to force your body to go train anyway? If you have a 102 fever Oof, and you're nope. sick, no, you're going to let yourself rest, deal with the sickness while it's there. And it's going to go away a lot faster. So that's what I do. Anytime I have imposter syndrome, I'm like, you know what? I'll just kind of sit in those feelings, let myself think it, let myself feel it for a minute. And I allot myself that time to kind of have a little bit of a pity party, maybe for 30 minutes or so. And then what I will do is I'll sit there and this is very cheesy and I'm very well aware, but it works and it works for other people is actually remind yourself everything you've done and how far you've actually come. It's really easy to forget, but if you sit down with even just a piece of paper, and write out like from day one, when you even thought, I want to have a podcast, write down everything you've accomplished from there. And then you will very quickly feel a lot better and feel a lot more confident and remind yourself like, and I posted something about this on social media today. You might not be where you want to be right now, but you have come so far since the origin. And I think when you do that, it helps kick it in the butt. Wow. No, that, that, so we're talking about small businesses becoming an entrepreneur, taking on your own, and then therapy session for Jason because <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I free I, coaching session live. Yeah, I, it's it's incredible that you talk about that because you know I I think I've made it apparent for for a lot of people that you know I suffer with that and a lot of people suffer with this you know in the podcasting world in the professional world in the personal world right of you know we all have those days where we just doubt ourselves i'm not a good father i'm not a good mother i'm not a good 
wife, husband, I'm not, you know, all these things where, where we get stuck in those and, it, it, and breaking that mindset um, or letting that mindset settle and then breaking it by going, here's what you've accomplished. Here's what you've achieved. I mean, I haven't seen any better way of doing that. You know, I, as I sit here and I struggle and it's like Friday morning, 11 a.m. And I've got like <laughs> an amazing guest coming on 2 p.m. today. I'm like, how can I have somebody come on and talk about this stuff? I can't start up a new business. I can't do all these things. And I go, wait a minute. I have a podcast. I have so many people that like listening to this. I've, I've changed hearts and minds of people before I've, I've been able to do this. And so are there areas I can improve upon? Of course, I'll find ways to improve on those. But in the end of the day, I am so much better than I was before. I belong. I deserve to be here. And I'm going to continue to better myself so that I can show it to others that I am here for a reason. And and that mindset, exactly what you're talking about, it, it's empowering. It's, it's so empowering. And it's so necessary for all of us. And so I, I struggle with it. Week in and week out, here I am. Yeah. But you've got you've got the key to it. So it's tough. As long as you just I mean, you just said it, you're trying to be at least one percent better every day. So you gotta give yourself some grace. Oh that's that's the difficult part. So for some of us. Um but <laughs> so so we're no longer imposters. We've got this small business started up. We early on got our LLC. We've got a brand out there. What 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 specifically is a brand? Because a lot of people think that it's just here's a logo and it's got this theme. And then I have a website that kind of has a similar theme. Like what, what, what specifically is a brand? Okay. So the best way to describe what a brand is. Okay. So let's use this as an example. Chick-fil-A. When you hear Chick-fil-A, what do you think of? The Lord's chicken. (laughs) It's fantastic. Right. Yeah. Do you, as soon as you hear the word Chick-fil-A, do you picture their logo in your head? I so when I hear the word Chick Fil A, I, I don't think of I don't think of their logo. I think of a cow with a sign saying "Eat more chicken." I mm-hmm. think of um, my pleasure from when you say my thank you. Yeah, and I think of the most efficient fast food line in the history of ever. Yeah, absolutely. And if someone asked what their logo <gasps> looked like, would you know what it looked like? Oh yeah, absolutely. And you pretty much know what their uniforms look like. You know what their cups look like. And exactly what you just said speaks volumes to the next part I was going to bring up. You immediately think of all those signs with the cows. They're them saying my pleasure, the best service. That's what a brand is. And that's what a really strong brand is. A brand is what stand, it's your business standing alone and having its own voice when you're not there speaking for it. If you can say the name of your business out loud and other people know, oh yeah, that's Mr. America, the bearded truth. They'll think of your logo. They'll think of your dad jokes. They will think of you losing the game live on your wow, show. Wow. <laughs> All right. That concludes today's show. <laughs> oh, you just triggered so many millennials. That's it's great. It's great. Oh. Sorry, Matt. He's probably watching and is like, damn it, man. But. <laughs> In all serious though, it is um it's it's your brand being able to have its own voice and stand out without you speaking for it. So <laughs> yeah, I had to. You do it to me on a consistent basis, Jason. I had to. Oh, that was flawless. <laughs> I didn't even see a comment. That was perfect. Matt Matt in the comment section section said, Wow, that's so mean. <laughs> that was brutal. That was like top rope. That was oh, it's because I love you, Jason. It's Beautifully like, done, it's like but sisterly love—it's fine. But I, I, I normally would extend like opportunities to come back in the future. But the, the, this is... <laughs> if I didn't do it to you, can you honestly say you weren't going to do it to me? I, it didn't even cross my mind. Unless somebody made a comment Lies. that said game or something like that, I was going to let it lie. It was going to be a beautiful day of harmony of growth. Oh, and of me losing the game now. That's 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 yeah. where we're at. Yeah, I had to. Oh, so branding of yes. Mr. Merker the Beard of Truth losing the game, and yes. so 
correct me if I'm wrong, but it's also when we talk about in the sphere of of kind of the branding of let's say my wife works on a non political, nonpartisan organization that raises funds for um a specific organization. When they go out and they tailor a message, you can almost tell if it's on brand because there's a view, there's a standard that you have. And so that probably wouldn't be a good one because I don't want to bring them up. Um, so for us, for Muddy Waters Media, if you were to see a message, a comment from Muddy Waters Media on a Facebook post mm-hmm. of a, on a police or an ATF, you would kind of expect that it would be, for it to be on brand, it would be ATF, you're an unconstitutional entity, you kill a bunch of children in Waco, Texas, yeah. yada, 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 yada. Um, so, so it's there's a lot that comes into this branding and and you've hit a lot of those of people are going to know you just from your name, just from one of these things, all of these things being associated, but it's also is a, a, about the messaging and the views that come from it too. Yeah. Um, and, and so th- I think that that's very important as we, some part of the markets, some, some markets out there, podcasters specifically, we want to talk about, so for me, like I talk about criminal justice reform a lot. I talk a little bit about economics. And so I'm glad for the entrepreneurs that come on here and talk about growing this, but you won't see me going talking about under underwater basket weaving. Like it's just not, I think. Yeah. And, and so I think that it's important that we try to, when we talk about branding, there's, there's lanes of, of branding, stay in your lane with your brand and, and try not to to expand out just to anywhere and everywhere, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because you want to, when you're creating your brand, you want to make sure that at the core of it, you have what a specific set of core values, a core mission. A lot of brands even create a mission statement that even if they don't put public, internally, you know what that mission statement is. And so all of the content and the engagement, the branding, everything that you put out, well, as long as it is in alignment with whatever that mission statement is and whatever your core beliefs are as a brand and what you want it to put out into the world, that is what people would consider like being on brand and staying in your lane. I like it. I like it. it it's 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 important for me because I see that a lot where people are kind of veering out there. We'll see political candidates talking about non-political things. Um, we'll see businesses that are in fast food talking about you know, sex workers. I'm like, as soon as you get into the social aspects, the social issues of today, the cultural wars, you kind of are cutting yourself off. And I think that this is an important thing that you want to have an opportunity, regardless of your own personal inflections or or views that you want to have as big of a market share as you can. And that's by not cutting it off from others who would disagree with your personal views how do, how would you as a business owner be able to to grapple with that to make sure that you're out there providing the best image and portrayal of your own business whenever it comes to if something's like for example if something's going on pol- politically that i don't agree with like how would i navigate that yeah yeah so to me it is and again this is something that not everybody agrees with but for me i think it's very important that you know a lot of the times when you're first getting started you and your brand are kind of the same person a lot of the times you'll start out just social media wise we'll say doing everything from your own instagram and once you grow to a certain point people will get their own i think that and this is something i didn't do the first time that i am going to do this time I think that it's important that you create some sort of separation between you and your business entity, kind of like how you would with an LLC in a way, because when certain things come up and this, this is where it gets tricky because you'll see influencers online who, you know, there's a certain influencer I follow very girly. She's a lifestyle blogger, podcaster. Every once in a while, when there's a very hot topic in the news, you'll see people commenting on her page all the time because she's an influencer and she has millions of followers. So people expect her to publicly make some sort of stand. So one thing that, and that's something that a lot of people feel strongly about and some people disagree with me, but considering the fact that that is her business, I do not think that she's obligated to make a public stance about something political. She does not owe that to anybody to make a public stance from her personal 
from her business account. If she wants to make a stance on that personally from her own account, maybe internally, or maybe she, you know, a lot of people say they vote with their dollars. Maybe that's something that she does or she donates money to an organization just because you're not being loud and vocal and super public about your support of something doesn't mean that it's not just as valuable. So creating that separation, knowing that as a brand, you are not obligated to make a public stance about something and know that even if you do it personally, just because it's quiet doesn't mean it's any less impactful. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that that's very important um, because as we, we get into so many of these hot, bucket, hot topic across the country and so many things become so relevant to so many of us and, and a lot of us have... have grasp the whole of it and we don't want to support people who disagree with us and and we've kind of seen how cancel culture goes about sometimes understanding that you're not obligated to speak on it as you were saying is the best thing that you can do for your brand for your business especially when it's outside your lane and i think that that's that's a message that i see so many people kind of failing at um they they want to get in because they're so driven as a a, their personal views are are being offended and and being aggressed upon that they have to go out there and they have to use every every leverage and you'll have somebody who maybe doesn't agree with you or just doesn't like the topic at all you've now turned them away and and as we have so many opportunities it's going to hurt you um another thing with that too though is you can when it comes to the whole voting with your dollars thing you know when it comes to specific causes if there's something like you know human trafficking or something that is maybe more prevalent in the news you know some businesses will take a stand that way where they may not as a person but they'll say you know for the month of april 80 percent of sales from xyz are going to go to this organization that helps this so doing stuff like that you know that's another way to make sure that you're being somewhat proactive with it but yeah a lot of the time people just expect you um having a platform to be vocal but knowing that there is no pressure you don't have to do that yeah and in that last one though that was an incredible thing of how can you show you know the good faith of you be a customer for me and i'm going to help provide for an actual need out there in society whether that's you know donating to a cause donating to an issue donating as is an emergency relief to things this is something that can really help build your brand as well of like everybody wants to help and if yeah. you're getting something that you need while also helping the cause it's it's a good it's a good brand builder um so I see we're coming up on time here. I want to know, Sarah, where can we find you? Where can we continue to build off of you? Where can we collaborate with you from? We got to hear it all. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure that we'll yes. have you back on to talk more. But And I won't make you lose the game next time, I promise. You yeah, better not. <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now, I am the most active on Instagram. And my Instagram is just at Sarah Andrick. Very lucky I was able to just get the handle of just my name and I'm clinging to that one forever. Um, I am building up the Instagram for where hustle meets flow. So if you look that up on Instagram, it is linked in my bio. There is nothing posted there yet. I'm just getting it started. Um, and the website is linked there too. Perfect. Uh, one challenge there. So you said you're going to hold on to Sarah Andereg for as long as possible. So until October yeah. 21st of this year, <laughs> listen, <laughs> We that's that's a different that is a different discussion. I am probably going to keep that Instagram handle. Wow. Uh, better hyphenate it. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but nonetheless, it has been amazing to sit down and learn so much from you. This was, you know, less than an hour long. And I I've learned so much and I'm sure that everyone else in the audience has has as well in. I'm so looking forward to continuing having these conversations. If you guys have any questions for Sarah, you guys can, of course, follow her um, at her Instagram and everywhere else. Ask her directly or shoot me a line. And when we have her back, we will have like a little Q&A for, for Sarah. Um, yes. Unless she takes another opportunity somewhere else on this platform. Um, <laughs> but I think that this, you know, as we framed in the beginning, that this was such an incredibly important topic. Um, not just because of the culture around us, but it's also just for the growth of ourselves and, and just kind of where we want to steer our, our own lives. And, and kind of as you framed it, I want to work for myself. I want to work by myself. 
and having these conversations are so incredibly important and i'm so grateful for all the knowledge and wisdom that you've shared with us today and uh i'm looking forward to to continuing on with these in the future Thank you. I appreciate it. I was really excited as soon as you asked me to come and talk about these things because I know that you appreciate personal development. So I was like, this is going to be this is going to be a good conversation. Absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. I'm going to I'm going to wrap things up here and uh, I will see you in the after show. All right. Sounds good. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, what an amazing guest. Um, Sarah Anderig is always fantastic in everything that she does. And Matt Wright will absolutely confirm that without any bit of denial well as we're wrapping up just this show for today i do have to tell you guys that there's a second episode of of mr america the bearded truth tonight 6 p.m eastern so just in a couple hours here just about three hours from now we're gonna be starting up it's gonna be todd hagopian uh he's running for lnc chair he's gonna be talking to you about personal finances as you want to start off a new business Come stemming off of the conversation here with Sarah Anderay, how would you like to be able to have, uh, set aside a little bit more money for yourself, not just for today to be used to start off that business, but also set yourself up for a financial freedom in retirement? So join us tonight as we sit down with Todd and have an incredible conversation around that. And that, again, that's 6 p.m. Eastern. You're getting a double header for me tonight. But then following up next week, Tuesday night, we're back at it with the Muddy Waters media team there matt and spike as they traverse the muddy waters of freedom wednesday night will be spike cohen my fellow americans and of course thursday night will be matt wright with the writer's block all of those will be at eight ish eastern so make sure you guys are tuning in and thank you guys all once again for joining in tonight um, or today <coughs> and signing up hanging out with us whether it's on youtube twitter twitch float odyssey wherever however Oh, so there, there's that, the other thing. So this Thursday will be the muddied Zoom. Um, so instead of Matt Wright with the writer's block, you'll be able to, if you're a subscriber at anchor.fm slash muddywater slash subscribe, you'll be able to be a part of the muddied Zoom where you get to hang out with Matt Wright and Spike Cohen. I will try to hop in there for a little bit as well. Um, we'll see what's going on Thursday night. But you'll be able to hang out and talk about whatever it is that they want to talk about. Um, and they being you guys and everyone else. So hop, make sure you guys don't miss that. But make sure you guys don't miss the night, 6 p.m. I'll have Todd Hogopian. And then the rest of the week is going to be amazing. And I'll see you guys back here next Friday at 2 and I believe 6 p.m. next Friday as well. So we're going to do another doubleheader next week as well. But with that, guys, I hope you guys all have a great night, great day at least. And I'll see you tonight. Be well, be good, and keep up the good fight.